Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup was like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we... Uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your your podcast there, and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's uh, that that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify, and, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started if you if you have ever thought about starting a podcast. This is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> Best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for Podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast, or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify Podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to Spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. <clears throat> the show today is extremely 100% not kid friendly. So before you go any further on this particular episode, do not let your kids listen. If you're letting your kids listen to the show anyways, uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just kidding, uh, but not really. Don't let your kids listen to this show till they're old enough to comprehend the complexity of a joke and uh, and all that good stuff. So, but especially this one, it contains some very explicit sexual references, and I don't want to get any uh, any sort of negative comments uh, without you know. So I'm giving you proper fair warning right now. If uh, your kids are in the car or the vicinity, shut it off, because it is not appropriate. Anyway, 
it is a good one. That being said, it is it is a good one. So have fun. Don't let your kids listen. Good morning, my cult followers. A little cool this morning. I'm wearing my jean jacket, and I, like usual, I will probably be shedding it here in about 30 minutes. But for right now, the the sun is just coming up over the over the hill, and. Uh, it's a little chilly right now. Not nothing terrible, but it is just pretty damn nice. I'm gonna apologize right off the bat. Uh, didn't get Bert Coons locked down for today. Uh, he texted me this morning. We uh, we were back and forth a little bit yesterday, and then and then he finally got back to me uh, this morning. Said uh, he got just swamped. And I understand that, so we're gonna try to try to do next week. Uh, they are just too too busy with the, the holiday this week, and and then they just had their grand opening <clears throat> there in Sheridan. So uh, I told him I I get it, I understand, and uh, we'll just we'll try another try to do it another day. So apologize for that. We're still still got some some interview prospects lined up. Uh, nothing set in stone, but I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that today. Try to get a few more going for uh, for you to listen to in the coming coming days and weeks. Uh, hey, I'm almost at 3,000 downloads for uh, for the show. Actually, I'll hit it today if everything goes like uh, like it has been, and that's pretty dang cool. I've uh, I was um, looking at some posts in uh, in a podcasters group that I joined on Facebook. I'm just kind of one of those like lurker type members that just uh, go in there just to see what everybody's saying. I don't really I don't really interact much because uh, they're a bunch of nerds, unlike you, awesome people that that are listening now and you know that enjoy the stuff we got on Facebook uh, the Facebook page. You know. These aren't those type of people. They're a bunch of fucking nerds. So I don't really want to interact with them much. Uh, but anyway, they I, I hear like a couple hundred downloads in the first week or so. And I was like, man, I, uh, I think I hit 500 the third day or something like that. And uh, this would be... I put out 20 episodes and... Yeah, it's uh, it's been growing just pretty steadily. And, uh, 
and you guys have been awesome. So keep sharing it, um, you know, whether it's on your social media or word of mouth. Just uh, keep sharing it. Let people know what I'm doing and uh, what I got planned. And, yeah, it'll be awesome. So I mentioned yesterday about starting the Patreon deal, and I, I still don't know how to feel it feel about it, but I, I went ahead and did it. And uh, the kind of the kicker for me was I uh, tried to promote a video for, uh, you know, for my raffle that I got going. And it took forever to, for it to clear uh, the review process. And, and I'd, uh, I'd promoted several posts before, and they were always approved within, either approved or denied within a half hour, probably. I, I tried to promote the the video of that abscess uh, just because it was one of the more uh, oh uh, it was one of the the more widely shared videos out there or that I that I put or just you know it was doing the the best out of all my posts so I was like well I'm gonna I'm gonna promote this and then it'll really take off and they wouldn't let me because it was too gory and I understand that but they uh, you know, they rejected it within, you know, just immediately, pretty much. And then I appealed, and they responded within a couple hours. And so, you know, I didn't, I wasn't real upset about that. I was kind of bummed, but wasn't upset. Well, this post that I made about the Trump rope was under review for basically two days. And, uh... And after, yesterday morning, I was like, I, I couldn't figure out why it was taking so long. And it seemed like my feed was just awful dead. Like, Facebook, Instagram, all of it, would just kind of died. And I said, well, it, it's Monday, so I don't know. And I think that had part to do with it. But anyway, I made another video basically saying the same thing. And as far as on the offensive deal, it was probably more offensive than the first video. Neither one of them were offensive, but I at least kind of made fun of Instagram for, uh, during my video for, uh, basically not approving it because it said Trump too many times. And so the second video, you know, if you haven't seen it, I, I didn't even, didn't even say the word Trump. I said it rhymes with frump. And that ad got approved within 20 minutes and uh so i i really honestly think they had and and then it, it eventually got approved but it took like a full 48 hours and i'm convinced that it's because i said trump and this is mind you i i do share a lot of trump stuff because i think he's hilarious more than anything i, I think he's doing an okay job on some things i think he's doing a pretty shit job on some other things and and long story short i didn't even vote for the guy i've just i'm calling it like i see it and uh you know i i voted i voted third party uh mostly because i thought trump was a loose cannon and he's proved me a little bit wrong you know he he says a lot of crazy shit but when you look at what he's actually done um I, I, I think he's he's a little more stable than than I gave him credit for. He just uh, he's a troll, and that's that's what he knows how to get a reaction. And uh, 
and that's why he is the king of Twitter. I mean, he, he really is. There, there is probably not a better Twitter account to follow. But anyway, I, I'm pretty convinced that it was because I said Trump too many times. And the fact that Trump says some controversial shit doesn't mean that it's uh, like offensive or whatever. You know, like he's the, he's the sitting president of the United States, and and it wasn't it wasn't a campaign ad, it wasn't anything. I, I just I don't know how how that that took so long to get approved and uh and it, as a matter of fact it it took you know 20 minutes to get basically the exact same video approved but just not saying trump in it and ah it, it just it's crazy so i i went ahead and started my patreon i i i'm not it's you know it's there i i wouldn't i don't know uh what where to go from there on that i'm gonna have to do a little more research but uh, I'm going to set up a couple different tiers, and if you feel like contributing, uh, I sure appreciate it. And if you don't, I 100% get it, and uh, no hard feelings. I'm just, the, the only reason I'm doing this is just to uh, kind of broaden my scope. I want to I wanna get some new equipment, and I want to I wanna go on some trips and, uh, and document it. So, that, that's, that's the only reason, so if... Uh, any contributions are going to help me to do that and then i think it'll be a a better experience for for everybody so you know i i'm gonna i want to get some some cameras and uh and a, a couple different recording deals so i can i can set up just a little studio there at my house and and i can i can do some some video uh podcast with uh you know with, whether with guests or or whatever uh maybe just just solo or uh you know I can get my wife to join me in on on some stuff. I need to do that here pretty quick. Uh you guys are missing out on on my wife. She is a hilarious individual and uh and she may be one of the best shit talkers known to man just uh just because because of her her dad. He is a <laughs> he is a shit talker supreme. And, uh, and she has inherited a lot of that. So some of the conversations around the dinner table are just absolutely hilarious. And uh, so, it, like I said, you guys are missing out a little bit, so I'm going to get her on the show here pretty quick. But that's that's the reason I'm doing doing what I'm doing. And like I said, if, if you guys feel like contributing, uh, you are more than welcome, and uh, and I appreciate it. And if not... You know, you're more than welcome not to, and I uh, I appreciate where you're coming from there too. So, I uh, uh, there's that, and it's uh, it's patreon.com uh, slash burning daylight if uh, if you want to find it. So, anyway, there's that. I'll uh, I'll do some some bonus stuff for anybody who does uh, decide to contribute, and uh, and we'll have some fun with that too. And, uh, but anyway, I, uh, I have got a conspiracy story for you today, so buckle in, and, uh, it's gonna be a wild ride. This is probably gonna take the whole episode, so strap your ass in, it's gonna be a good one. Today's show is brought to you 
once again, buy the D-bags. Don't be a gunsel. And um, I've had a few comments on what a gunsel is. And uh, typically a gunsel is kind of kind of described as somebody who looks like a cowboy, dresses like a cowboy, but overall don't know what the fuck they're doing. And, uh, and they're pretty prevalent anywhere you go. And some people have different names for them depending on what line of work you're in. But for us in the cowboy world, we call them a gunsel. But anyway, Don't Be a Gunsel is it's a website started to, uh, started with the working cowboy with, who has a sense of humor in mind. And they also have a line of merch that you can buy. Uh, they've got some hats and some stickers and uh, a coffee mug. Uh, you can find them at Don't Be a Gunsel on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, if you go buy any of their merch, make sure you use the promo code BURNINDAYLIGHT and get 10% off. It'll help them out, that'll help me out, and you get some cool shit for a little bit cheaper. And their prices are already pretty cheap, so go I'll go check them out, support them, and uh, use the Burning, uh, burning Daylight promo code, B-U-R-N-I-N. D-A-Y-L-I-G-H-T. I uh, I spelled the daylight wrong yesterday because uh, I'm a fucking hand, that's why. But anyway, go check them out. Don't be a gunsel. I read an article this morning when I was drinking my coffee. And it says that a Texas man, 79 years old was arrested by the FBI near El Paso and charged with uh, kidnapping and uh, it was 347 different counts he was charged with. But the man had admitted to kidnapping and drugging 79 different individuals throughout the year And he did all of this while dressed up as an alien and was anally probing these things. So, if if you follow UFOs and alien uh, stories, one of the big big instances of of any alien abduction story is is they get anally probed in like a a surgery... uh, you know, like a surgery type operating room, I guess. Operating room, yeah, that's the word. And, you know, so like stainless steel, everything, real bright lights, white walls, and an alien just probing your asshole. And so, and that's, uh, for anybody that actually, you know, experienced that, I, you know, they're either, they're either off their rocker or, uh, or, you know, it, if the if it did happen, then I apologize for laughing because that's terrible. But anyway, that's that's one of the, like the big uh, commonalities between these uh, these alien encounter stories is uh, is they they wake up in an operating room uh, getting something shoved in their ass and uh, <coughs> and it's by an alien. Well, apparently this old boy had admitted he had done this. He bought himself an alien costume, and he had 
he had outfitted his, well, I don't know if it was like a hotel room or a camper or something, uh, you know, like an RV or where I had to have been an RV, I would think, or if he had this setup that he could put in his, his motel room. There wasn't really any details on, on that part, which that would be interesting. That could make a hell of a documentary. I would watch the fuck out of it. But, he and he had to have it had to have been mobile somewhat because it was he was uh he admitted to it in like to doing this in texas and new mexico nevada uh and california and you know just really from like texas west you know kind of the southwest the united states and uh so it had to have been like an rv or, or he had just this setup that he that he packed along with him and he could set up in a hotel room or something but they said he had uh <clears throat> he'd he'd pretty well singled out like loners and goofballs you know just kind of odd type people uh your dale gribbles of the world and uh or matt mckinley's for that matter i guess i'm not really that much of a loner but uh goofball and eccentric uh could be could be accurately used to describe me i guess but anyway <clears throat> that was why he had managed to uh to avoid being caught for like 40 years and uh so he's 79 years old so he was 39 when he started doing this or, or somewhere around there and uh, which that's a hell of a midlife crisis to go through and just think well I don't know what to do with my life. I'm getting old. I might as well kidnap people and, you know, stick some shit up their butthole. <laughs> and uh, and so that, so I uh, I don't get caught. I'll just dress up like an alien. But he had drugged them with, like, uh, he made them drop acid or, or PCP or something is what he used to subdue them. And then uh, I, I can't even imagine being on an acid trip <laughs> and then uh I, i've never done any any hallucinogens but uh or psychedelics uh but <laughs> i've heard some stories that you know you've got to be in the right mind uh mindset to have a good trip otherwise you know what uh it could really fuck you up for a while because uh, you know they're those psychedelics are very powerful they they un unlock a lot of lot of part of your brain that you don't typically use and uh <laughs> and so can you imagine like uh you know taking some shrooms or, or dropping acid and then and then just getting strapped down to an operating table and, and having uh something that looks like an alien shoving some instruments up your butt <laughs> i oh my god i i couldn't uh i can't even imagine uh, but he'd done this for like 40 years, just picking out these random people, uh, and it turns out they weren't so random, he, he, he went for a certain, for a certain subset of, uh, culture to go after because nobody really missed him all that much, or they, uh, they were already kind of kooky, so they didn't get paid that much attention to, or if they did, you know, it was like, oh, that's old so-and-so, look, Listen, what he's got to say today, you know, I've got, I know some people like that. You're just like, oh, you know, when you see like a rant pop up on Facebook, uh, 
there's some people, you know, there's there's the types that you're like, ah, yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna breeze on past that one. I know what they're gonna say, and it's gonna be dumb. Or you got some, you got some other people. You're just like, oh, I am going to read this and make me a bowl of popcorn because it's probably gonna be good. And uh, it'd be the latter of the two that probably he was uh, he was targeting because. They're probably prone to saying crazy shit like that anyways, but... <laughs> yeah, across several different states, 40 years, 79 people he had, he confessed to doing this to. And that's... I mean, so that's like two a year that he does. And I don't know. I'm guessing that he slowed down as he got older. Uh, just... Uh, just if you look at it from a, from a scientific point of view, you know, and disclaimer, not a scientist. Uh, self-proclaimed doctor, not a scientist. No. Just for, uh, just for legal purposes. But if you look at it from a scientific point of view, you know, 39, he's probably still, still pretty spry and athletic. And, uh, you know, so maybe he, he was doing like, six or eight of them a year for a while and then once you know once he hit like 55 or 60 he uh uh, he was like well i don't know if i can do six this year uh i better look at my schedule and see uh you know in between doctor's appointments and whatnot i better uh i better trim down my scheduling to let's try four this year and then we'll we'll go from there see how i feel and maybe maybe we'll get a bonus uh, fake abduction. Well, it's not fake abduction; it's a very real abduction. But uh, you know, fake alien abduction, and uh, you know, get, get get a couple bonus uh, parts in there. If uh, if I'm feeling up to it, you know, if I didn't just uh, blow my load figuratively, pun intended. Uh, on the first four so if you look at it from that point of view just using you know the best of scientific methods if i do say so myself uh so he, he probably you know once he got in his 70s i guarantee you he can't be doing more than one or two probably just uh just a one once a year deal he has to gear up uh do a little training for it i'm not sure what that training would look like but i bet he took some acting lessons and uh, I wonder if he ever, uh, wonder if he ever abducted any like rich uh, weirdos and like stole some money for him so he could upgrade his equipment. He probably didn't have a Patreon page, I would, I would imagine. Don't quote me on that. I'm not a journalist either. <laughs> but <clears throat> I bet he probably did get you know at least a couple with with a good amount of money so he could uh you know he could he could upgrade his operating table and uh maybe make his costume a little more realistic uh, buy buy some stronger acid i don't know but yeah i'm not sure how the business end of it worked i don't know if he made any money or not but you know it's seems like that would be a pretty expensive hobby you know be a much akin to to owning horses uh you got to be a little eccentric and uh not afraid to waste some money if you're if you're gonna 
you're gonna be in the the hobby of, uh, of horses so uh I, I would imagine that alien abductions would be kind of the same same lines you're probably just gonna blow some money and uh and not get much uh much in return so uh but they finally found this guy and they didn't really detail how they found him but they i guess they had established that pattern of uh of who he was kind of targeting and uh and they were able to narrow it down to him and then he got they caught him and so he's 79 years old so you know he's going to he's going to prison for the rest of his life at this point even if they they give him a light life sentence or i mean a, a light sentence it's it's gonna be a life sentence at <coughs> 79 years old you know <clears throat> so they're just throwing somebody's kooky old weirdo grandpa in prison you know he's gonna die there but yeah that what a what a story i mean it pretty well solves the whole ufo conspiracy deal or at least a good part of them and it was, it was just some crazy old dude and uh yeah so then i i i was like and that was a like a couple year old well a couple month old article i was like oh, there's got to be some some follow-up to that and i uh and i i was reading it on facebook and and then of course my my facebook refreshed or something when i you know i switched to uh to a different app and then i went back to facebook and that, that article was gone so i googled it and uh well the first article that came up was snopes and it said it was false and i said god damn it yeah fooled me and now uh i got you hooked uh you're welcome that that ruined your day like it did mine uh well welcome to the club because i was really really excited that we got down to the to the very core of this alien abduction issue and uh it turns out it was all horse shit so you're welcome world want to thank all you guys that keep uh sending me you know requests or uh you know uh recommendations whatever it is uh i i really enjoy the feedback and uh and uh especially like the songs that you guys have recommended or artists uh most of them i've never heard of before and i've liked everything i've heard so far so you've got a pretty good sample of the type of country music i listen to and uh I said earlier that country music is dead, and I guess what I what I mean by that is like the 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 thought of of how how I view country music, and I, I go back to like Hank Williams Sr. and you know, and Hank Jr., Merle, Willie, Waylon, Johnny Cash, those types, and then then you know, and even like the '80s and '90s, you know, you had George Strait and Randy Travis and Alan Jackson. Though I consider that country music, and anymore, it's just it's pop or what? I, I guess they call it country music. So I, if that if that's country music, then I consider what we know as country music to be dead. So I, whether uh, you want to call this stuff like independent country or just cowboy music or western or whatever it is, uh, and then there's of course there's the Texas music the red dirt music um and those are just variations of country 
or Americana music, uh, whatever it is. <clears throat> if it's good, it's got a good beat, and most importantly, if it's got a good story, I'm gonna like it. And so you've, you know, I like, I love the storytelling ability of like Corblund and, and Jason Boland and the Turnpike Troubadours, and uh, you know, and then just like the the sheer musical talent of people like Reckless Kelly, and uh, and you know they've got great songwriting uh, ability and uh, and then just as a band they are just I mean phenomenal musicians and uh, and they're a lot of fun to watch all those all those guys that I mentioned uh, you know uh, Blund and uh, Turnpike and Boland I've seen all of them play and they're all just they're they're just amazing in concert and and I, some of the some of the best times I've ever had in my life were were watching a live show with with my buddies first, and then then my wife, and uh, and it, it's it's kind of one of those things that I live for. And uh, I don't listen to music as much as I used to because I uh, I've got to be an old curmudgeon, and uh, so I kind of stick with uh, with podcasts and political shit that uh, that interests me, but. Every now and then, you know, you just need a break from whatever, whatever else is going on in your head. So, some of the best rides I ever put on Colts are when I'm listening to some good tunes in the in in the background, and uh, it helps me focus. And uh, yeah, just music's awesome. I, I I love good music, and I, I especially love live music. And uh, I'm actually gonna go see Mr. Jason Boland with his Hell Pony on stage here. In a couple weeks in Reno, and uh, that is going to be an excellent time, and I can't wait. But uh, keep the suggestions coming, and uh, you know I, I really enjoy them. I've uh, I've got several several recommendations and and uh, requests, and I, I've loved them all. So that like that Ian Munsick fella, I have had in my head. Uh, for the better part of a week now. Uh, that Horses Are Faster song is just my fucking jam right now. And, yeah, I just, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff you guys have sent me has just been awesome. And I've actually been in, in contact with a couple people, uh, trying to get them on the show. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Chris Peterson, who just released an album, uh, I think it's called the Cowboy Comes Home, but go check him out on, uh, you know, on the social medias. Go give his new album a listen. I, I I haven't listened to all of it yet, but the stuff I've I've heard is really really good. So uh, he's like uh, Die Hard Cowboy on Instagram. I think it's like I think it's Die Hard Cowboy, and then an underscore if I remember right. But uh, I just. Just type it in the search, and and he'll pop up. He's he's got a pretty big, uh, pretty big following, so he'll he'll pop up pretty quick. And he's also a photographer. Does a lot of really neat uh, Western photography. But uh, he's one that I'm gonna. It has no. It doesn't pertain in any way to to the podcast today. But I I just like the song, and I told him I I was gonna use it, and he gave me the okay. So. Uh, You'll you'll you've already heard a snippet of it, and uh, you'll hear the full full song, and I think you're really gonna like it. But 
uh i i appreciate all the all the recommendations and keep them coming uh if you got any any photos you want to share uh to the to the page uh, actually just uh message them to me and then i will share it on the on the page myself that way it uh more people see it i uh when you post it to the page that is fine too but it doesn't seem like as many people uh see that because it's not on the news feed and i and um, maybe i can change that i don't know uh, I'll, I'll see if i can but in the meantime just uh just message them to me uh or message the link to whatever and uh and then i will i will share them on the page myself and if i like them a lot i'm gonna start using some of them as uh cover art for uh for the episodes and uh Maybe we get our our you know merchandise or something here. We'll uh, we'll give you a little shout out for the for your for your artwork and uh, maybe give you a little little something as a bonus just because because uh, I liked it. So uh, I don't know if that's a good incentive for you, but it seems like an all right idea. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going to use some of that stuff because I'm tired of posting pictures of me. So, we'll, uh, we'll get some cool pictures on there and uh, give some of y'all a, a little bigger audience as well. So, I think it'll be pretty neat. Alright, folks. To end this show, since we already covered anal probing... Might as well follow up with the butt stuff, cause uh, another article I read this morning was about uh, an interview that Congressman Louis Gohmert from Texas had said about uh, Robert Mueller when when they asked him in an interview. So, and of course the the media is just outraged by this, and uh, so anyway he. They were asking him about about Mueller, and uh, and then they they were because uh, Mueller's supposed to testify in front of Congress, and yeah, so they they asked him about it, and I don't I don't recall the specifics to uh, to what what the question was, but basically he said something along the lines of. Uh, all this did was confirm the the anal opening that I perceived uh, Mueller to be. Basically, calling him an asshole. But because of uh, because of like speech restrictions, you know, or uh, you can't you can't say certain words on on TV, uh, you know, network TV, and. And I'm sure that's what this was for, you know, is for some new show. And uh, and just because of, you know, general decency, I suppose, you're not supposed to call people assholes. But when you call somebody an asshole, you, you automatically think jerk. You don't think of an anus. Or I don't, anyways. Maybe maybe somebody else does. But when when I hear asshole come to mind, I think of a person and not a bodily part but because of uh 
because of said you know taboos or uh i i'm not gonna i guess it kind of is a free street free speech restriction uh being that the well the network uh tv networks are uh you know private companies are also heavily uh like subsidized and regulated by the government so i i, I would say that it is a a free speech issue but so Due to the fact that he cannot say asshole on uh, network TV, he says anal opening, as if that's supposed to be better. Because by him saying that, the first image that popped into my head was the old brown star. The brown eye itself, just winking right back at me. That was the first image in my head. And uh, if he would have just said, uh, yeah, Robert Mueller's an asshole... Yeah, I, I could uh, disagree with him on the on the statement or not, and agree with like the, I guess the appropriateness of it is uh, is a different thing. But fact of the matter is, if you if you hear him called an asshole and you're from the United States, born and raised, uh, and know the terminology, you are you are not gonna. And you're not going to have the image of, of somebody's butthole in your head. You're just going to have the image of a person who acts like, a, like an asshole. <laughs> now, uh, to, to make it better, or to, to stay within the, you know, the accepted guidelines of speech on television, he, uh, he used a more literal term, and it invokes a 100 and or 300, I don't know, however, how, completely opposite view of what was intended. And, uh, so this is, this is another reason why, uh, why free speech is, uh, is a necessity. And, uh, easy, Maggie. We've rode by about 4,000 head of cattle already today, but this one, uh, stood up and apparently she didn't like it anyhow she tried to she tried to run away but we got we got her settled down <laughs> anyway so that this is uh this is a good instance of why free speech is uh is a very important deal uh <laughs> if you can't properly express yourself uh you end up with uh, some very distasteful images in your head or uh, yeah, you, you just sound like an idiot. And, and in this case, he did. And I get what he was trying to do, and I, I, I happen to agree with the statement he was making. But yeah, if he could have just said, uh, "This guy's an asshole," and and not had any you know repercussions other than a few gasps about, "Oh, I can't believe he said that," which they're doing anyways. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It just, uh, it would have been a whole, whole lot better situation for everyone involved if he would have just been able to say asshole without, without any fines or that kind of deal. So, uh, unintended consequences anytime the government regulates anything. So, uh, agree with me or not, uh, I guarantee you won't be able to prove me wrong on that. So, I think that's going to do it for my show today. Uh, we didn't talk any sort of cowboy shit, but 
I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> that whole deal got me pretty good. So, anyway, uh, thanks for everything. Uh, go check out all my social medias. You know, Matt McKinley on Facebook, the Burning Daylight page on Facebook, at MickerMac85 on uh, Twitter and Instagram for my personal pages, at Burning Daylight on Instagram, at Burning Daylight2 on Twitter. Um, yeah, apparently two other people had burning daylights. But more than that, because they even had the burning underscore daylight was taken. So, anyway, burning daylight 2 on Twitter, at burning daylight on Instagram. Uh, go check it out, follow, and, uh, all that good shit. Um, go, go enter the, the Trump rope raffle if you're, if you're needing a new rope, uh, Ten bucks a pop, <clears throat> six for fifty, and uh, I'll uh, I'll announce the winner 5 p.m. Pacific time on Independence Day. And uh, I should have been off. I should be off of work for quite a while by then, so I might be good and lubricated. So it could be interesting. But anyway, I'll, I'll do a live uh, live podcast, live uh, live stream it on on Instagram or something and uh, announce the winner. So anyway, go enter up. Uh, we've got quite a few people in it already and uh, thanks thanks for everybody for, for doing that. And uh, go check out Don't Be a Gunsel on Facebook and Instagram. Use the promo code Burning Daylight. Get yourself 10% off. And uh, go have a good day. Don't be a dick. Be safe. Be careful, but uh, move your ass. We're burning daylight. He woke up this morning in a bedroll on the ground. Lit a match, built a fire, and pulled his stetson down. And he don't mind the cold air when the leaves begin to change. If he could choose, he'd stay forever Out on the mountain range And he sings Ooh, oh, mountains got a hold on me They're not letting go Cowboy life ain't freedom Boy, you know we're bound He climbs up in the saddle Rides on through the pain Thanks the good Lord each day That he still holds the rain And he sings Ooh, mountains got a
feels right at home Singing ooh, 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 ooh. Mountains got a hold on 